Could it be that your view of love is underdeveloped, over-fantasized, over-spiritualized, which makes it toxic, which is why you're in this cycle of dysfunction with men, okay? So let's talk about Sierra's prayer. Now, Sierra's prayer, it's been rumored that she always had this prayer about Russell, right? About the man she wanted, and then she and Russell met and got married. Um, and Russell had a prayer about Sierra as well. And so she never really shared it with us until the Summer Walker album. Now, Summer Walker is an artist that I was just maybe in the last year introduced to. Uh, and so I didn't, I didn't really know her. I didn't really know the drama between her and London on the track and all of that. But I will say this. So I listened to the album. It's specifically Sierra's prayer. And I want to say this to you. God is not going to gift you, show you, provide you a man just because you prayed for him. It's like the woman with the issue of blood, right? If you read your Bible, you know that story. And this woman, she wanted to be healed. So she did the work of finding Jesus and knowing all she had to do was touch the hem of his garment and she would be healed. There is work you have to do amongst having faith. It's both and, right? Because the Bible says faith without works is dead. So have faith, but faith without works is dead. So what work are you doing on yourself to get the man that you are praying Sierra's prayer for? Where is your wise counsel? Where is your accountability? What books are you reading? And what is it about you that got you into a relationship you had no business being in? Because if I'm honest, Summer Walker, after hearing her story, had no business being with London on the track, whatever the heck his real name is. Why would you choose that for you? Why? You have to get to the bottom of that. We cannot be trying to make a future into a Russell. And I mean future the rapper, right? So Sierra's um, baby daddy future of little future. <laughs> you know, and we like the swag of future. Like we think he's the cool guy. Um, and so we get him and then we pray that God will make alterations in him and make him the Russell Wilson. Mm -mm. We have to start with the Russell Wilson as the foundation. Men, people in general are who they are, not who you want or pray them to be. Even you, until you do the work, you've heard me say this before, you can pretend and perform that you are a confident woman all you want to, but what do your behaviors with men show you about you? You are who you are. Your behaviors are who you are, not who you want or pray them to be. So until you actually change your behavior, you will never become the woman that you want to be, like Sierra, uh, to get the man and the relationship that you actually want. You have to be on this continuous cycle of doing the work. And Sierra did it. Watch her red table talk, which I will link in the show notes. Okay. All right. So couple things. Here's some housekeeping notes as far as the podcast moving forward. Um, I have about, oh my goodness, eight weeks of guests coming up. And uh, one is going to be about how you cannot love and loyalty your way into a man's heart. That's going to be a conversation with my cousin DJ. I'm going to have a conversation with what we could be learning from Will and Jada's relationship. 
I did an episode about Will and Jada before, which I will link in the show notes. Um, and I want to revisit that discussion. And we're going to do that with uh, one of my friends who went to Howard University with me. She's a psychologist. And we're going to break down that relationship and what we can take from it. Another conversation that I'm going to have before the end of the year is my abstinence journey. Uh, in December of this year, 2021, I will be abstinent for three years and I have not wavered. Um, and I love that. I'm so freaking proud of myself because if I'm honest, as I've always been with you, my weakness and my sin and my fault has always come from men. It's been men it, it, and it's my doing. It was my behaviors. Again, as I ask you, what do your behaviors with men show you about you? So I've struggled in that area a lot since I was 18 years old. Okay. Um, and so we're going to have that conversation. Um, two more conversations that we're going to have um, by the end of the year and really through mid-January is Nikita and Kitra. Nikita and Kitra are former clients of mine. They just completed my 12-week program that is Single You Academy. And in this episode, you're going to hear them talk about why they joined Single You Academy um, and what they gained from Single You Academy in a snippet. Because I'm going to have a longer conversation with them, but I just wanted to tease you a little bit, okay, <laughs> um, to give you, um, I guess, more behind the scenes look at what Single You Academy is and what Single You Academy can do for you. Also coming up, we're going to have my cousin Linnea back on the show, and we're going to talk about God-fearing. What the heck does that mean? Why do people always say that? I want a God-fearing man. What does that even mean? And then when the Bible talks about you will know my people by their fruits, what does that even mean? Because we should be looking for the fruit. We should be good at fruit inspection and having discernment. Um, so how can we get better at that? And what does that even mean? I have a lot more episodes coming up. Again, it's going to get us through mid-January with all of the guests that I have coming up. So I'm so excited for that. Okay. All right. So after the intro, you're going to hear again, Nikita and Kitra um, talk about what they learned from Single U Academy. And the first question that I asked them was this, okay? Looking at the last 12 weeks inside of Single U Academy, working with me, what are you most proud of? And so after the intro, you will hear that answer, their answer to that question, and then the conversation will go on. And I have a few more questions for them that will help you again see more behind the scenes of what Single U Academy is, all right? As always, my Instagram, my DM, my email is open to you. If you have any questions, go ahead and shoot your shot. <laughs> Slide into my DMs, girl. My Instagram, email, and Twitter, Facebook will be in the show notes. Yep, 
Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. I put two things. Um, one, I feel like the last 12 weeks has transformed and honestly exceeded my expectations. Um, I also feel like this was uh, ordained by God for me to participate in this program just because of the nature in which it came about. And I believe it was God's divine timing for the season that I was in in my life, specifically around getting ready to turn 35, being single, all that. Uh, But what I'm most proud of, two things, is that uh, falling in love with myself (laughs) by doing the work on myself in this particular area, just because this has been an area of my life that caused me a lot of frustration and pain. And I feel like I can confidently say that I love myself and show up in that in fullness by Mm -hmm. honoring my power and who God has um, intricately and intentionally created me to be and realizing that singleness is not a punishment it is a time of an abundance of self-liberation and freedom to exist at my own pace Um, and then uh I also kind of talked about me taking my solo trip and I know that that was something I wanted to do but I think single you helped me really be like I'm really gonna do this you know what I mean yeah I was like might as well girl might as well um and then self-trust um I feel like throughout my whole life I have I have always doubted myself and questioned a lot of different things and you know this 
single you has helped me lean into that inner knowing again because again I used to be so like even as a kid I was just so in tune with who I am you know and so um I think I have gotten back to to that pure space I feel like when I went on my trip to Mexico little Nikita healed as well um but the book by Yana changed my life and the stuff that I learned from that book I've been applying so self-trust also led me to vulnerability and so I'm just really grateful for you and this platform and I'm gonna hold on to it you know even if I have to log back in and watch the videos and watch myself you know I'm gonna do that because I'm just at peace right now and (laughs) I just don't I'm I don't want it to leave me you know what I'm saying like I don't want it to leave me and my therapist asked me today she was like uh we're talking about the guy she was like are you willing to wait for him to do his work and I she didn't even get it out and I said no (laughs) I said I am all about people evolving but I am so I wrote this in my journal last night single you has me in a space of where I'm just like I gotta protect this version of myself like I'm fighting for my fucking life. Yeah. Because I can't, I promise you, like when I sent you them voice memos on the way back from Georgia to Kansas, that weekend I had reconnected with somebody from my past. And I was just like, this cannot be it. This cannot be it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking recycling niggas that I don't even really like. I don't want that. So I just thank you for this. I thank you for being able to meet Keitra. I just, I think I've always known these things that this is what I should be doing. But I just remember telling God, if this is what I'm supposed to do right now, let me do it. And I've done it. And I just, I cannot, I can't go back. Yeah. I'm fighting fighting for my peace of mind because- And I want to tell you that (laughs) your continuation of doing the work and sharpening your iron, putting on the armor of God by listening to podcasts, reading books, holding yourself accountable to the woman you want to be and not succumbing to your loneliness. The peace has never left me. I have had this peace since the day I left Mexico in December of 2017. To when that $10,000 boyfriend came and I slipped up in 2018 and the moment he said, you have a two together and he was sitting on my couch and he said that, I said, okay, when you leaving? And I did not, and yes, I cried and it hurt, but I did not think one ounce of, I need closure. What did I do wrong? Because I was already in the cycle of the work. And I feel like the devil wanted to test me one more time. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I had that moment of, you know what? I'm, I am done. I'm not doing this again. I'm not passing up red flags. I'm not feeling bad for guys. I don't owe them a relationship, period. So until I get the man that God has for me, I'm cool. And that peace has not wavered, Nikita. So I want you to know that that you fighting for your life, continue to do that. Continue to hold yourself accountable because it's not going anywhere. It's not. And I do remember the first time I talked to you on Instagram and you did say you feel like this is a God thing. And I'm so glad that you can say that on today. Yeah.
I but feel that makes me feel like I yeah. am walking in my purpose. Like exactly. I'll be like, yes, exactly. Like, yes. It's it's that energy I told y'all I got that unfuck. I need to put that on a t-shirt. Unfuckwittable energy. Yeah. And even my friends, they like everybody's like, it's the inner peace for me. It's the glow coming. Like it's something they like something is different about you. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, keep doing it, you know. And so I'm just like. Oh, yes. that's why they need to join single youth academy yes listen one of my friends and i'm like do i need to go get on the pole somewhere or something because <laughs> baby she needs you like that's i'm willing to go shake i'm willing to go shake my ass and do something strange <laughs> for change so that she could be a part of your program because yeah. i'm like girl you need to go reconnect i just feel like if you got a hold of her you would change her yeah, life because yeah. the shit that she be texting me i'll be like girl what yeah yeah <laughs> and when and we think actually i'm gonna ask that after after Kitra. go ahead Kitra, what did you write for the first question Kitra about to have us crying i know <laughs> girl i'm not I, i'm gonna try my best not to hold i'm on. just excited for your son and the mom that he is getting now like oh he, he knows he's like mommy you're different i was like you're right you smart I'm, too uh, yeah, i am I'm so excited for the wisdom that you can instill in him now. And like, I'm just, I'm excited for him. He looks so cute. I have a homecoming. I was like, I hope I have a son one day. He sent me like pictures of how he wanted his hair done. So it was like braided down the middle, yeah. but then it was a figure eight on the top. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, so, you know, my hair was the fly. I was like, you know what? Bye. <laughs> And he didn't, he didn't, look, and he didn't have a mom like Colin Kaepernick's mom talking about you look like a thug. <laughs> you know, I, when I started, I was just like, "Hold on, you took him." <laughs> did you did you watch it yet, Colin Kaepernick's girl? It's gonna piss you all. My sister girl. told me she don't know how she felt about. It. She said, "I don't know how I feel about it." I said, "Well, I don't know if I need to watch it." If, 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 if you don't want to be pissed off, don't watch it. It's like for sure. Yeah, the first one when he when he equated how they have the, um, how they used to do the slaves and then the football players. Yep. I was just like, doggone it, it's going to be one of these. Yeah, he went. He, I'm going to go to work mad with all these white Colin, folks tomorrow. Right, Colin went there. I said, I'm here for the shits. I'm here, but I need more. I, I tweeted Ava and Colin. I said, I'm going to need more. I need yeah. more. I need to know what your relationship with your parents is like on today. I mean, but anyway, like he was like, I'm, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> he walked in the barbershop. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I, for me, I said, uh, I am most proud of uh, opening up and truly taking a look. Hold on. Cause I wrote it. Here it is. Let me see. So I don't like, I'm looking all crazy. I am most proud of opening up and taking, truly taking a look at my past behaviors and decisions, making what oh making note of them and unpacking them to discover the why single you has taught encouraged and empowered me to be truly happy in my singleness growing up as a pastor's daughter i had a lot of bad false incorrect programming being jammed into my brain from the church single you has helped me to slowly and thoroughly scrub away and eliminate that thinking that thinking pattern from my conscious and subconscious mind in terms of relationships, not just romantic, but all relationships in my life. 
I feel a dramatic change in the way, in my way of processing situations. The scales are no longer covering my eyes. I know that this is a life, I know that this is a life journey and I'm proud to be falling in love with all things Petra. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> I love it. So for both of you, the investment of time and money, was it worth it? Hands down, yes. <laughs> yeah. like, it's better than investing in these niggas. Yeah. Right. So then my ne- this is what I was going to ask Keitra, <clears throat> um, Nikita, after you said, I can't remember what you said now, but I do remember what I was going to ask. Um, what do you think the difference was now and in Single You Academy for you to finally, for it to finally click, right? Because you've always known, know yourself, know your worth. When people show you who they are, believe them. Like we can, my Angelou's quote is tattooed on our chest sometimes. Yeah. But for some of us, we don't know how to execute it, right? So what do you think made it click for you now going through this program? I think the self, like, of course, the books and getting the, the, um, the vocabulary to be able to express. Because a lot of times, you know, people will talk and they're like, well, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, because you ain't saying nothing. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> But it's like having the words to be able to express and putting um, validation to our feelings that it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to, you know, give in every once in a while. It's like, it happens. It's, you're not bad because you did that. You know what I mean? So I think being able to um, have the vocabulary and then also having the tools to make better decisions. So it's like, when you know better, you do better. That young, I can never say her name right. Her book, like it's amazing. Even the first book that we read, uh, the four, the four agreements. I've read that like four or five times before now, but for some reason, because my mindset was, you know what, I really need to work on me. The words were totally different. It's kind of like when you read the Bible. You know, you read it as a kid or whatever, but then when you get in a situation and you're an adult and you read the same words you've been reading your whole life, it, it just hits different. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's like having those words and uh, the affirmations and the mindset to truly want to change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have something I want to say, but Nikita, first I want to hear from you. I was, as Keisha was talking, I'm like, damn, what am I going to say? I just... I had to jump in here real quick to introduce you to Single You Merch. Yeah, that's right. Single You, the podcast. We have merch now. Yeah, because affirmations, they can be on something better than a post-it note on your mirror. Yeah, how about affirmations on your couch in the form of a throw pillow or on your bed in the form of a throw pillow for encouragement? Single you dot shop for you to buy these single you merch, okay? You deserve it for picking you and breaking up with him. Christmas, New Year, Valentine's Day. Oh, totally your birthday. Your best friend or your best friend's birthday. (laughs) Simply because you want to encourage yourself, you want to encourage your best friend 
on any day that ends with Y. You can shop Single You merch right now at singleyou.shop. The link will be in the show notes. The throw pillows, what do they say on them? One says happiness over history. Another, happily single. And another one says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Hashtag stay sharp. Yeah, that's on the pillow. And lastly, singleness is not a punishment. The throw pillows are available right now, just in time for Christmas. More to come, but do your shopping right now at singleyou.shop. I think I just was in a place where I was just like, I don't have nothing else to lose other than to invest in myself. And mm -hmm. I think for me, what changed was I was ready to really do that work. You know, like I didn't went, I'm in therapy, so why not? You know, and, and not feeling shamed around, not feeling shame around saying, you know what? This is the area of my life that clearly something is not fucking working, right? Because I think as Black women, we can have a lot of pride about this yep. specifically. There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of ego. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of like whatever. But like, I just know for this area of my, of my life, I was ready for this to be better. And then I think also like coming off of like being in my best my best friend in the whole world, being there, being at her wedding and having that desire I'm like I need help because I'm not doing this right and so I think for me it just helped what was different was that I was ready to do that work and, and be honest with myself so like when I realized that my ass has been involved with narcissistic men that really I had to get honest with myself and be like I've been trauma bonding. I haven't been, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a lot of honesty, self-honesty and um, yeah, seeing myself for the first time, you know, like just engrossing myself in the process and being like, I'm gonna take this shit serious because I want, I know what my end goal is. I'm not getting that. So where is the disconnect? And I just had to get honest with myself about that. Like I, because of you, well, you single you academy but you Rika you know I had to have some honest ass conversations with my mom mm. you know like just around a lot of different things about relationships and you know it it, it just it, it just started connecting the dots and um I was just ready to do that work and I'm happy that I didn't run away from it because I remember I told you I was like damn, I wish I could do that. But then I'd be like, I ain't gonna do that. But then I was like, I really want to do it, you know? Yeah, because it is it is scary. You you know what, you're the second person who's had to have a conversation with their parent. Um, my there, I had a client who had to have a conversation with her dad. She was like, she had a lot of daddy issues and she finally sat down with her dad and she said it was actually very good. And her dad was like, I didn't even know you felt this way. Like it opened him up too. So um, I love that. So what I hear you guys saying um, that the, I guess, key that unlocked all of the inspiration that we've all had, right? Again, we know Maya Angelou, the Drake song, we would say that was you being intentional about actually doing the work mm -hmm. and then having a safe place to start. Is that what I'm hearing from you guys? Yeah. So that would be the difference between like, um, because for your friend, Nikita, that's why I'm like, you know, she'll come when she's ready, right? You can hear the advice from all your friends all you want to. We hear all, we've heard 
I don't think, I mean, I may have said it in a different way, but I'm not saying anything new. I don't think so. I feel like we've heard this stuff before, but unlocking that key begins with wanting to be intentional and being ready to see yourself for who you are. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. but I also don't think people are teaching it or ha- like, what, is, what am I trying to say? I think you are helping people unlearn to relearn mm. versus some of these, you know, self-proclaimed folks on the internet it's like, well, if you do this, you'll get this. The process to growing and evolving as a human, it doesn't even work like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as an educator, I'm an educator. I am an educator. I have had to teach kids, I have had to teach young people about consent. That's some shit that you should know, but a lot of people don't know. So I feel like the difference between you and what you do and what other people do is authentic and it's like you gotta unlearn some shit to relearn some new stuff to to be your best self like when you was I think out the gate your question to us was who taught you about healthy relationships we both said nobody yep yep a lot of us are a lot of us been winging this shit because of what people have told us and not because we are unlearning to relearn you know yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, Keisha, did you want to say something? I feel like you had something to say. No, she was saying healthy relationships. It's just like healthy. Who does healthy? Nobody does healthy. <laughs> Black people got healthy relationships. Right. <laughs> no, thank you for giving me those words because it helps me with my content and knowing how to explain uh, what I do. But yeah, because I just had this like, I said, you know what, with, with the, you know, who taught you about healthy relationships? I feel like humans think that common sense is common, right? And so we think we're like birds where the mama bird pushes the baby bird out of the nest when she feels the bird is ready to fly. And in nature, the bird will fly. But for humans, we ha- there's a different layer to us. Mm-hmm. We, we have to, that, that layer, we're not the same as the bird. We actually need to have some intentional teaching, right? So if we were birds, the mom would be like, okay, little big bird this is how you fly you need to put the we don't have that we just think we're okay you graduated high school good luck go out there and do this weird thing that people do and get married and have kids and we have no intentional teaching or understanding consider me your homegirl in your head again it's rika and if you need to reach out to me listen don't hesitate it's not going to be weird on twitter and on instagram i am just me rika that's r-e-k-a and i'm gonna put my twitter instagram and email in the show notes okay you can also join me over in my private facebook group titled singleness is not a punishment i mean come on who am i you know my tagline that's my private facebook group the link will also be in the show notes now If I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? 
All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro, was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.